Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, Parkinson's disease. Let's go over what the definition is according to the medical healthcare deities. And also, we're going to go over a unique um, approach to it. Now, Parkinson's Disease Foundation, they say that Parkinson's involves a malfunction and death of vital nerve cells in the brain. It's called neurons. Now, if, so their death of nerve cells. Now, if you look at the brain, it has a completely different world. The brain makes its own nutrients called cerebral spinal fluid. There's a super filtrate of blood. So there's got to be something damaging those nerve cells. Now, Parkinson's Disease Foundation goes on to say there could be tremor of the hands, legs, face, jaw, slowness of movement, rigidity, postural instability. Now, this affects more than a million Americans. Now, according to them, the Parkinson's Disease Foundation says the cause is unknown. Uh, so let's look over these factors. Now, when you look at movement, and I'm talking about the involuntary movements, movement generates dopamine. Now, the factors that are overlooked, because when you have a doctor that says, gee, we don't know where it comes from, let's look at the body as intelligent and the body having adaptive physiologic responses. Now, we're under physical, chemical, and emotional stress. And just think, just think, if we were sitting in a room and there was a tiger outside and you happen to be afraid of tigers, you would not be sitting there comfortable, relaxed. You would be shaken like a leaf um, in, in the wind. Okay, you, you, oh my goodness, there's a tiger outside. So movement actually triggers dopamine. Now, what you're going to see is statistically, 9 out of 10 Parkinson's patient had an incident, a trauma before the onset. So we've got to look at, at the brain function. So what's causing these neurons to die? First, let's look at the side view of a neck in an x-ray. Now, normally, the top of the neck should be over the bottom. Now, the brain doesn't stop at the skull. There's an area of brain called medulla, and, and it's in its oblong shake, shape, and this medulla um, extends the top portion of the neck, okay, about the top third of the neck. So if that head is forward, if there's loss of curve in the neck, if there's been some type of trauma, that brainstem is literally pulled. Now, the spinal cord doesn't have stretch receptors. And the top of this brainstem, in the area called the pons, there's an area called substantia nigra. And this is where dopamine is produced. So we have to look at, at what if that spinal cord is being pulled causing that substantia nigra to not be produced, and then the body to adapt to that has this, this involuntary motion. Now, the Parkinson's Disease Foundation goes on to say, look, you know, substantia nigra does produce dopamine. And some of these dying neurons in that substantia nigra um, control movement and coordination. So first, a mechanical distortion of forward head carriage or loss of curve in the neck is hugely missed. Now, uh, so you've got to get to somebody because you figure a standard medical doctor doesn't have the skill set to restore the normal curve in the neck. In fact, the majority of professions don't know that. Uh, so you've got to get to somebody that's going to take an x-ray 
identify a problem, take another x-ray to document their, that they're correcting the problem. Now, we also treat Parkinson's similar to a stroke where we're going to do, and, and you've, you've heard of this before, where a person has had a stroke and they've lost movement or they've lost speech, and then through work or through cross-crawl activities where you're moving one side up, one side back, you can regenerate those neurons in the brain. So people that have lost speech can actually regain speech. People that have had movement disorders can regain normal control of their body. And this is because that brain has a, an effect of called neuroplasticity. So you have to get the pressure off of that central nervous system. The key is to understand that that central nervous system does not have any stretched fibers. So for if you're stretching that curve or losing the curve in the neck, you're literally pulling on that brainstem, altering dopamine production. Now, let's take care of it chemically because you've got three stressors, physical, chemical, and emotional. Now, a ketogenic diet, hugely important. Now, this is not just for for strokes and seizures, and it's been utilized since the 40s for that. But according to the Journal of Molecular and Neuroscience, a ketogenic diet, that means high fat, low protein, low carbohydrate, um, has a neuroprotective effect for neurodegenerative diseases. And we're talking Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Lou Gehrig's disease, or ALS. Also, omega-3s, hugely important. Now, when you're on a ketogenic diet, you don't want to be on it, a, you know, a seven days a week, 24 hours a day. You want to be on it for about one to two weeks and then get off of it. Eat a, a normal diet with um, healthy carbohydrates and healthy proteins. Now, it's interesting studies on coenzyme Q and coenzyme Q rich foods. You're looking at grass-fed beef, mackerel, sardines, free-range chicken, pistachio nuts, broccoli, cauliflower, oranges, strawberries, and cage-free eggs. Now, realize when I'm suggesting nutrients that you could take in to help, and these are coenzyme Q10 rich foods. Um, according to the Archives of Neurology, coenzyme 10 slows the progression and deterioration of the functions of Parkinson's disease. And if you know anyone that's taking a statin drug or a cholesterol-lowering drug, those things deplete coenzyme Q10. So you've got to have that person get educated on what cholesterol-lowering drugs do. They're dangerous for the body. But also, according to the Journal of Neurochemistry, Coenzyme Q is, quote, is a promising therapeutic strategy for the treatment of Parkinson's. So when we talk about cage-free eggs, strawberry oranges, cauliflower, broccoli, pistachio nuts, macro sardines, fantastically good for you. Now, B6, vitamin B6, and this is, again, according to the Journal of Neurology, quote, dietary vitamin B6 may decrease the risk of Parkinson's disease probably through mechanisms unrelated to homocysteine metabolism. Now, the reason this is important is because when we look at gut function, you have neurotransmitters produced in the gut. So anything that damages the gut flora, and what kind of things damage the gut flora? Every medication. We're talking um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, Advil, Motrin, Elite, blood pressure medications, uh, uh, contraceptive medications, aspirin. Um, I mean, we're looking at virtually every medication can damage that microflora. And this is where a lot of the B vitamins are produced. So you've got to look at a healthy gut, knowing, and they call it the gut brain or the enteric brain.
So when you're looking at brain damage, you got to look at restoring that gut. That's why B6 is hugely important. But let's look at B6 rich foods. You've got bananas, salmon, oh my gosh, fresh wild-caught salmon, grass-fed beef, chicken, spinach, sweet potatoes, hazelnuts, turkey, garlic. Now, spinach, it's important that you get spinach cooked or sautéed. The reason is it's high in alkaloids and can slow down the thyroid. And if you have Parkinson's, you're going to be in a stressed state. So that's going to be huge. Now, according to the Neurobiology of Disease, great journal, cannabinoids, okay, and this is cannabis. This is THC and CBD. So that, that cannabis plant, marijuana plant, listen to this. Cannabinoids have been reported to provide neuroprotection in, in acute and chronic neurodegenerative diseases. Let, let me go on to read this. Our data indicate that these neuroprotective effects might be due to, among um, others, to the antioxidant properties of certain plant-derived cannabinoids exerted through the capability of cannabinoid antagonists to modulate glial function. Glials are the cells in the brain or produce a combination of both mechanisms. Now, according to Frontiers in Pharmacology, again, cannabidiol, then that's the CBD, is a non-psychomimetric compound from cannabis sativa that presents antipsychotic, antilytic, anti-inflammatory, and neuroprotective effects. So, so this helps brain function. Another article at a tech, uh, toxicology in vitro, quote, uh, a cannabidiol, uh, that's the CBD, is a non-psychoactive constituent of can- cannabis sativa and potential to treat neurodegenerative diseases. Again, neuroprotection, it's been mainly associated with anti-inflammatory and antioxidants, end of quote. And, and so, so think of this. If you have forward head carriage, if you have loss of flow of that cerebral spinal fluid, then, or if you've had a direct trauma and you're looking, statistically it's nine out of 10 Parkinson's patient had an incident of trauma before the onset, and I'm talking within 10 years, um, I've seen it 100% of the time. There's gonna be a structural component that has to be addressed. And so if the structural component is there, remember, breakdown and buildup of tissue is called an oxidative metabolic process. And that breakdown and buildup is inflammation. So inflammation isn't a dragging attack in you. Inflammation is how the body regenerates. The problem is inflammation creates free radicals. And those free radicals can damage healthy tissue. So antioxidants, the, the opposite is of oxidation. Antioxidants, such as vitamin C, omega-3s, virtually all plants, those antioxidants deactivate those free radicals to allow inflammation to work to heal. So it's imperative that you understand if you get a chemical, and I'm talking like Motrin, Advil, Aleve, okay, or steroids that decrease inflammation, you're stopping the healing process. Where if you get the antioxidants, such as vitamin C, omega-3s, and, and majority of plants, 
that anti-inflammatory allows inflammation to do its job, but it deactivates the free radicals. So it allows the inflammation to heal that tissue without damaging any further tissue. So this is why when you see plants have anti-inflammatory properties, it's not that they're stopping the inflammation like a, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory would do or steroids. That's why those have destructive effects of the body. Whereas a plant such as cannabinoids, turmeric, resveratrol, these all have anti-inflammatory properties by deactivating those free radicals. So understand inflammation is a healing process of that body. Now, according to phytotherapy research, uh, turmeric, turmeric, I know it's a delicious spice, but also it has anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, antioxidant, and anti-neoplastic properties. That means it, it helps against cancer. Multiple journal articles, one out of the Journal of Toxicology Pathology, quote, curcumin, which is turmeric, may be effective in preventing or slowing the progression of Parkinson's disease, according to Free Radical Biology and Medicine. Quote, these data suggest that curcumin has potential therapeutic value for neurodegenerative diseases involving GSH depletion um, and meditative oxidative stress uh, mediated. Now, according to current pharmacological design, Quote, several studies in different experimental models of Parkinson's strongly support the clinical application of curcumin in Parkinson's disease. It seems odd that, that again, think of this. You're restoring the curve in the neck. You're de-stressing out that, that brainstem. You're allowing that cerebral spinal fluid, which is produced inside of the brain, to flow down that, that spinal cord. And when you change the movement to that brain, and I'm talking movement of the arms, movement of the legs, movement of the spine, you're changing that, that input into the brain and you're creating neuroplasticity. When you're adding a ketogenic diet and antioxidants such as um, looking at coenzyme Q-rich foods, ketogenic diet, vitamin B6, cannabinoids, turmeric. Now let's look at resveratrol. Yes, it is in red wine. Okay, make sure that red wine is coming from um, farms that do not use pesticides. That's why Italian and French generally don't utilize pesticides. So, so be careful that you're getting good, good properties or good resveratrol source. Here's a quote out of the Molecular Pharmacology. Quote, resveratrol, a, a non-flavonoid polyphenol naturally found in red wine and grapes have been known to possess antioxidant, anti-cancer, and anti-inflammatory properties. And resveratrol exerts neuroprotection. Um, it's just, it just seems amazing. Neuroprotection is protecting the nervous system. So this is huge. Now, it, it's kind of neat, too, that if you are allergic to alcohol and you can't have it, you still get resveratrol in grape juice. <laughs> so here's one out of Frontiers in Nutrition. Quote, indeed, there's now a consistent body of in vitro and in vivo data on the neuroprotective effects of red wine polyphenols. 
showing that they do not merely possess antioxidant properties, but may additionally act upon a multi-targeted manner in the key underlying mechanisms featuring in both um, on Alzheimer's diagnosis and Parkinson's disease. So now we've got the nutrients. You've got to look at the toxicities too. And, and the leading cause of toxicities, you're looking at pesticides, you're looking at MSG, excessive iron, okay, trauma, alcohol abuse, and neurotoxins. Deficiencies in folate and deficiencies in fat are contributing factors. So toxicities, you got pesticides, MSG, excessive iron, trauma, alcohol abuse, and neurotoxins deficiencies of decreased folate and not enough good healthy fats. Also prescription medications leading to damage. Tylenol is the leading cause of liver damage and the liver is an enzyme factory. Anticonvulsive medications such as Dilantin, um, Metformin, okay, this is usually prescribed for type 2 diabetes. Um, Asulfazine for Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. Now all of these are prescription medications that can negatively affect Parkinson's disease, but they can also be contributing factors. Because remember, you've got physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. Methotrexate is super common for rheumatoid arthritis and barbiturates, such as sedatives. So this means that um, people that take allergy medications, those things literally can damage the brain. So when you maximize um, find the structural problem where you're restoring the curve in the neck and changing that input into the brain. You're detoxing the system, okay, by respiration, perspiration, bowel movements, and urination. So this means healthy amounts of water. So you're getting the adjustments. You're doing the cross-crawl exercises. You're taking in a, a healthy ketogenic diet with healthy fats. Then you're taking coenzyme-rich foods, herring, mackerel, sardines, pistachio nuts, sesame seed, broccoli, cauliflower, orange. Um, you're taking in healthy amounts of vitamin B6. And remember, B vitamins are produced in the gut. So you have to have a healthy gut flora. So look at the things that damage that gut, and that's going to damage your brain. It's called the enteric brain or gut brain. So make sure you're getting healthy fermented foods, that you're getting um, a healing the gut. You're avoiding things that damage that micro gut flora. And then your body can start to regenerate. But sources of B6, again, you're looking at bananas, salmon, grass-fed beef, chicken, cooked spinach, sweet potatoes, hazelnut, turkey, and garlic. Gosh, last night we had beet greens, um, sweet potatoes, garlic, sautéed in ghee. Come on, you ain't going to get better than that. Then you've got cannabinoids. The THC and CBD actually are beneficial for neuroprotective and neuroregenerative. You've got turmeric, again, anti-inflammatory, so it allows inflammation to regenerate. And then you've got turmeric, um, resveratrol, and grape juice and red wine. And then eliminating the toxins, such as pesticides, um, monosodium glutamate, iron trauma, alcohol abuse, understand that toxicities and deficiencies are going to lead to damage. So we've got to regenerate the system. So when we talk about 
proper nerve supply, regular exercise, proper nutrition and sufficient rest, and prayer and meditation. Those are the five keys to regenerate your body. So take charge of your health. If you have a healthcare professional that does not understand that your body is designed for health and your body is going to adapt to toxicities and deficiencies, and that adaptation will be called a disease, but it really is your body adapting. This is Dr. John Burton, your voice of health and reason. God bless you, and I love you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.